Welcome to the Binge Minute. This is the podcast where we go through a movie minute by minute and review each minute to find the world's greatest minute in cinematic history. We are making our way slowly through the movie Moon. That's right. We're up to minute 16. Unfortunately, Taylor can't be with us today because she is parasailing uh, outside of quarantine. She was like, fuck it. I'm going parasailing, and she got on a bus full of people and drove to the case. So if you're police listening, get Taylor Edwards. But lucky for me, I was looking outside going, who am I going to record with? And an old lady was in the front yard. Do I talk now? Oh, not yet. I haven't introduced you. Oh. She said, um, she said uh, for some reason she knew all about this podcast and even had Taylor's previous predictions and her future predictions, so we can. It's worked out great. So please welcome Marlene. Uh, do I just speak into this? Yes, that's a microphone. All right. Oh, good. So uh, you, you you haven't watched Moon before, have you, Marlene? No, I've never seen Moon. I've seen the Moon. I saw the first Moon landing. Oh, great. Is it like that? No, it's got nothing to do with that. This is set in the future where there's a mining colony on the moon manned by one person and his uh, lover robot. That's bloody stupid, isn't it? Why would you only put one man on a moon? I don't know. I guess we're going to find that out later in the movie, but we're up to minute 16. All right. Uh, so what do you think of Minute 16? Well, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, did I? <laughs> That's right. Well, I guess, but uh, well, the, the, in Minute 15, he saw a weird message that flashed up and it kind of confused him. So me and Taylor had predictions of what would happen in this mo- in this minute. Yes, so- uh, I found a book that she writes in and it says flash, flash diagram electricity. That's right. So and did that happen? It didn't happen. All right. <laughs> it didn't happen. And what did you what did you think? I said he'd get angry at Gertie because he was who he would ask Gertie where that video came up and uh, and and why why is it why did it appear and Gertie would be kind of like nonchalance about it. I know. used to have a friend called Gertie. Oh really? Gertie was quite a quite a looker. Excellent. Quite a looker. Unfortunately, she died. Oh no! How, <laughs> how did Gertie die? Poison. Oh. <laughs> Well, she was fumigating out the back and oh. just, it all caught up. I'm really sorry to hear that. That's all right. Anyway, so my prediction come right ever. In fact, we kind of glossed right over that. What? We glossed right over that in that minute. Like, uh, he didn't get angry. He kind of just went on with his job. He was yeah, like, that I, was weird. He, from watching the young man, he just sort of shook his head and kept talking. And then the next scene, he was drinking coffee, looking at the computer and he was like, there's a live one happening on Matthew. Yes. What does that mean? I, I don't know. But I, if, you, if you heard the... Uh, Marlene, if you heard the, the term, there's a live one happening on Matthew, well, what's the first image that comes to your to you? Well, when I was young, there was quite a bar in the city where I would mm-hmm. catch the... Catch the bus in and okay. I would dance, dance with all the American soldiers who used to come into port. Okay, and what has that got anything to do? He's a live qu- one. The <laughs> live one. So if there's a live one on Matthew, he's got a party and there's a there's a bit of shaking and a dancing. 
On Matthew. On Matthew. Well, I once so met Matthew a, and, I okay, once yep. met a sailor named Matthew. Uh-huh. Mm. Not nice at all. He wasn't nice. No. Why? What what did he do? Oh, he stunk. He stunk. He stunk and he tried to he tried to give me a kiss and I said, Don't you touch me and then I got a club and I beat him <laughs> off me. It was a different time back then. Anyway, so Matthew and this uh Example in the movie was actually one of the harvesters out there um, harvesting moon rock. So there's a backpackers who uh, no, there's no, there's no, there's no tractor. There is a, there is a, there is a tractor. Uh huh. And it's not filled with backpackers. Oh, right. it's just a. Uh, the, it's just how they do it now. You yeah, know. I understand that. <laughs> but there are no backpackers on the moon. Oh, all right. It's just a. It's just Sam, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's going out to investigate. A live one on Matthew, which I have no idea what that means. So, well, I saw that it was beeping quite a lot, and it said it was offline. It, it no. It said it was offline. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, right. So he's gone out to investigate. Yes. Yes. Well, clearly, there's a problem. There's clearly what a problem. What, young man, you asked for one, two together, and come up with three. <laughs> I did. The live one means it's gone. Yes. <laughs> I guess so. Wow, you speak your mind, don't you, uh, Molly? Well, why not? Why not? <laughs> um, so anyway, the last bit of the scene, he was driving out in the harvester, in his little rover out to the harvester. Yes, he was quite sippy. And he looked very, very suspicious. Yes. I don't know if you noticed his facial work there. He was very like, ooh, what's happening here? I wasn't paying attention to his face, to be you honest. Paying attention to I was his... looking at his car. You were looking at his car? Yes. Why are you a car fan, Marlene? Oh, uh, I'm looking for a new one at the moment because my 1998 Subaru is uh, it's, it's getting a bit clunky. So I was like, oh, what's this new fangled? 1998? Yes. You, it's a 22-year-old car. Oh, yes. I'm taking care of it. How many kilometers has it done? 97,000. <laughs> That's it? Oh, yes. Must be great, great, uh, Nick. Why? Why would you need a car to go farther than three kilometres from your house? <laughs> Who if knows? I need to go on a long drive. I get my son to do it. Oh, okay. What's his name? Matthew. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, um, so <laughs> we ended this minute with Sam approaching uh, Matthew, which is the moon harvester, in his rover looking very suspicious. Yes, and there was a, a lovely lady as well. There was what? There was a lovely lady. What do you mean? There was a lovely lady who was over the radio, the wireless. Oh, I must have missed. That must have been right at the end. Yeah, well, you got to listen to to female voices sometimes. What the radio? Sir. What did the lady say? So it's this signal failure, which I've heard many times. Where'd you? When? When? Would give us give us a time when that happened to you? Oh, one time when I was was listening to the the TV and uh, the uh, I opened the windows and uh, the rain came in and it short circuited my TV. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's a signal failure. <laughs> But the lovely young woman over the... I'd say she might be the most important character. I, do, I would disagree with you. Well, she is pr- pr- 
provided some very important information that there was a signal failure with the long distance comms. Yep, I guess uh, that. And uh, is that not world building? No. Is that not information provi- it, provided sure, to, it the, is. All right. to the audience? I'm not going to argue with you, Marley. For now, she is the most important Thank piece you. in the puzzle. It was that so hard? No. How old are you, Marlene, if you don't mind me asking? 86. 86. What were you doing in my front yard? Oh, I was trying. I, I, I'd lost a, a tennis ball. I was trying to find it. <laughs> I like to throw a ball against my wall to help with my RSI. What's RSI mean? That's my repetitive strain injury. Okay, well, all right. I, I was told by a physio you got to throw it up 20 times against the wall each hand. Yes. Yes. All right, well, that's the end of this. But what would, if you were Taylor, yes. what would you rate this minute out well, of 60? Well, I, I refuse to speak for another person. So instead, I'd like to rate it as myself. Okay. And I'd say, based on no information, 10. 10 out of 60. That's the lowest score that's ever happened. Well, I didn't <laughs> Did you know, not enjoy the minute? I didn't know what was going on. You just made me watch it. Well, that's true. I invited you in and made you watch it. And what what would you give it? Well, last episode I gave it a fifty four because something oh, exciting wow. happened. I know there's something they're they're building up to something else exciting, but I thought I was a bit disheartened that my prediction come true. So I'm going to take it down to a forty two. So you're just going to you got my voice is going all over the shop. <laughs> you just going to penalise the movie for something that it didn't do for you? Yep. Well, how how just, else would you do it? That's just, oh, I, I fixed my voice. That's just bloody irresponsible. <laughs> it's not that irresponsible. I just thought it would take it in a different journey and it went somewhere else. So, 42. I still enjoyed it. Well, if you're the bee's knees and the cat's kittens, what do you think is going to happen next? I have no idea what that means. Uh, but uh, next, I believe he's going to go onto the harvester and he's going to find... Onto Matthew? He's going to go onto Matthew. He's going to, because he, he can drive through the back wheels into a platform and it'll take him up into Matthew and he'll find something very suspicious. Oh, all right. So I didn't know that you could do that. Maybe I should look at that for my next car. All right. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, I think that he's going to uh, go find this harvester and uh, he'll, uh, uh, you probably uh, have a secret. <laughs> Are you allowed to smoke on I TV anymore? I don't, th- I don't think he's. I don't think he smokes cigarettes. Oh, right. Then he's uh, yet to have a cigarette. Can I try again? That would be a big. Can I try again? Yes, of course. All right. Um, I'd say this young man is going to go into the the harvester. Yes. And uh, have a cigarette. <laughs> your uh, second guess was exactly the same as your first guess. I stand for. I reconsidered and stood by it. All right, he's going to go into the harvester and have a cigarette. For that's Marlene's prediction. How can people find you, Marlene? Well, if they sometimes wanna... I walk around uh, the park. Okay. And uh, which park? I can't tell you that. Then no one will be able to find you. Well, good. I don't need my identity being splattered across. It's bloody rich enough that I came in and introduced myself to <laughs> that's you. That's true. Uh, do you have a phone number or an email address people uh, can... You can uh, or Google? Is there a Google? Yes, if you Google uh, my name, mm-hmm. uh, you may find me. Very good. What's your last name? Meagle. Marlene Meagle. So Google Marlene Mar- Meagle and learn more about Marlene. No, don't you dare do that. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> All right, don't do that. 
Uh, people can find me at Chris Martin Comedian on Facebook or piss, at Piss Fart on Instagram huh. and Twitter. Piss Fart? Piss Fart, yes. Huh. Rich. Rich. Very rich. Well, that's where they can find me. Um, I'm also a director of Big Fork Theatre. So is Taylor. We do live shows every Friday night online. Just go to our Big Fork Facebook page where we'll post a link. I believe there's now also an email address for this podcast. There's an email address for this podcast. That's right. Thanks, Martin. You're welcome. How did you know that? I saw it written on a piece of paper here. Excellent. I believe the... Uh, Marlene, you read it out. B-I-N-G-E. <laughs> M I N U T E. It's like a, an A in a force field. It's Gmail. binge minute at gmail.com. Dot com, not com. Excuse me. Binge minute at gmail.com. If you've got any questions, if you're following along the podcast, you've seen something that we've missed or have any questions, please send us an email. Anyway, that's it from us. I've been Chris. And I've been Marlene Meagle. And this has been the Binge Minute with Minute 16 of Moon. Moon.